0: Well, the NBA is making headlines around the world for multiple reasons as things heat up around the trade deadline, but especially after LeBron James broke the all-time point scoring record yesterday. Joining us now to talk through all of the NBA news is Brooklyn Nets beat writer from The Athletic, Alex Schiffer. Alex, thank you so much for your time. We really appreciate it. Has the LeBron James news and historic feat made waves all across America or just in LA? What's everyone's reaction been?
1: Oh, it, it's dominated the news around the country. I mean, it's it's definitely you know the you have to remember the Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, the mm-hmm. previous record holder, held that for nearly 40 years. Mm-hmm. So you know it's one of those um, it's one of those records that it might not fall again for a very long time. So definitely cool, and uh, also cool. You know Kareem was able to be in attendance for uh, LeBron to hit it and whatnot.
0: How do you reflect on not only this milestone but his career so far of course 20 seasons in the NBA he's 38 there's no sign of decline in him yet either is there
1: No and I mean he's trying to stick around for hit to play with his son who's a senior in high school um you know it's interesting obviously in sports all sports there's always prodigies and people deem the next big star and I mean he's delivered on every every bit of hype that he had coming out of high school I mean it's it's not just impressive, the career he's put together, but the fact that, you know, the the hype that was put in him at such a young age and how he's been able to carry himself throughout all of it.
0: It's absolutely phenomenal. He is some athlete and stands alone now, uh, of course, with this new record. Uh, if we stick with LA, we've just seen your tweet about this three-way trade and the speculation around D'Angelo Russell's return. Can you tell us a little bit more about that?
1: Yeah, I think it's a great trade for all parties. You know, the Lakers are getting D'Angelo Russell, Malik Beasley, and Jared Vanderbilt. They're sending out Russell Westbrook to Utah. Mike Conley is going from Utah to um, the Timberwolves. And then there's some other parts changing hands there with draft picks and some role players. And I I think the Lakers are huge winners here. I mean, they they only gave up one of their two first-round draft picks they can trade. And, you know, they get younger. You know, Malik Beasley, I think, is a great player. He can hit some threes um, Jared Vanderbilt's a rebounder, you know, they, they, and D'Angelo Russell obviously started his career with the Lakers Mm -hmm. and, you know, can shoot and, and also gets them younger and is a free agent to be, which gives them some financial flexibility in the summer to add another guy if, if needed. So, you know, they, they're gearing up obviously to try to make a run at this thing with the West so wide open and, you know, they're getting younger, they're getting more cap flexibility. And again, they're addressing some holes. So, it's going to be very interesting with, you know, 30 games or whatever it is and change left if they can make a run at this thing.
0: They must have freed up a bit of money uh, losing Russell Westbrook. Uh, what will they do with it, do you think?
1: It's a good question. If they can re-sign some of these younger guys. They might be able to uh, go after Kyrie Irving in free agency. It's it's a little early to tell because they just traded for Rui Hachimura also a week or two ago with the intent to re-sign him. So. D'Angelo Russell's an expiring contract. I think it kind of depends upon do they re-sign him or go for another point guard like Kyrie, like I said. And, uh, you know, it's not really a a big free agent class. So really, um, you'd have to think some of that money's going to go towards some of the guys they already have. Mm.
0: You mentioned Kyrie. I mean, no doubt that has been the biggest move in this trade deadline uh, from the Nets to the Mavs. How do you see the Nets team dynamic changing after this trade?
1: Yeah, you know, I I think their ceiling as a team is lower, but their floor is higher. Um, Spencer Dinwiddie's obviously played with them before for five seasons. He knows the place. You know, he's having a great three-point shooting year since he left the Nets. Um, And, you know, Dorian Finney-Smith is a great three-point shooter and defender, so they they do add two good pieces. I mean, but Kyrie's obviously uh, uh, once in the uh, generational. That's Mm. what I was thinking. My brain was slow for a second. Generational (laughs) talent. And obviously, you know, it's tough to win a title with just one top 15, 20 player. Usually you need two or three. So um, more onus on Kevin Durant, but I do think the Nets have more depth than they did before. I've seen a lot of talk
0: about Cam Thompson. Uh, He's the youngest player to score 40 plus, and three straight games surpassing uh, Allen Iverson. Has he emerged as this bright spark after the Kyrie trade?
1: Yeah, he's extremely interesting to me. Cam Thomas, um, you know, the Nets need his offense with Kyrie gone. And, you know, obviously the the new guys, Spencer, Dinwiddie, and Dorian, haven't played yet. They'll play tomorrow, uh, Thursday. I forget the time change uh, right now over by you guys. But um, Thursday against the Bulls. And I, I think Cam is arguably the most interesting player uh, on the Nets going forward now outside of Kevin Durant because they could really use his scoring. Um, you know, they have a lot of guards they could play, but he's kind of playing his way into a role in which he's, you know, become too important almost to, to give up or, you know, to, to put out of the rotation, I guess is the better way to put it. So I, I'm really, you know, last time we talked to Jacques Vaughn, the Nets coach last night, he gets to kind of decide how he's going to make, uh, figure this all out. But I think Cam has a deserves a place in the rotation for the rest of the season because of his scoring and how they go about this is going to be really fascinating. If
0: we take a look at the two conferences and, and where everything sits right now, do you think it's fair? Do you think it's even? Is this what you were expecting at this time of the season?
1: Yeah, it's a good question. I mean, the East, I feel like, is still pretty straightforward. The Milwaukee Bucks and the mm. Boston Celtics, I feel like, are going to be one of the two the, the teams to play in the finals. Yeah. They are the ones I trust the most. The West is just so wide open. It's anybody's game. It wouldn't stun me if the Lakers take care of business and go on some crazy run. Um, the Memphis Grizzlies, the Denver Nuggets, no one's talking about. They are loaded. Um, the West is just crazy fascinating. The playoffs out, out there are going to be really interesting. it
0: be crazy if the Lakers went from 13th right to this incredible playoff run, especially after everything that's happened this season.
1: It'd be like a movie type of deal. Yeah.
0: It would be unbelievable. Hey, I just finally, uh, the trade deadline is tomorrow. What more can go down in the next sort of 24 hours? Are we going to see any more of these crazy moves or have most of them played out already?
1: Yeah, it, it's going to be very interesting. I mean, I don't expect Kevin Durant to get traded at all based on people I've talked to. Um, I, You know, Kevin has kind of held up the trade market in a sense because a lot of teams are thinking, well, if he might be available this summer, why are we going to empty our assets? Um now when we have a chance and, and hurt ourselves to go after him this summer. So, you know, I think the Toronto Raptors are going to be very interesting. Does, um, does, do they sell a bunch of their key guys and, and kind of regroup and, you know, which, where, what teams do they go to? Does friend Van Vliet go to the Clippers and give them a point guard? Um, do we see the Nets try to make a big swing tree to help Kevin Durant and get another kind of star type player alongside him? Mm. Um, I don't really know, but, you know, that, that Russell Westbrook trade kind of kicked it off now. So it's going to be an interesting, um, I'm trying to think of 3 p.m. I guess it's 18 hours left in the States or so, maybe 17 and a half if my math is right. That's fascinating. As to how this all goes down. It is fascinating. So, and we're
0: going to be watching with interest on the side of the world as well.
1: Yeah. So uh, definitely, definitely a lot to still go down.
0: Alex, thank you so much for your time. You've got so much knowledge. Uh, So thank you for sharing it with us. And for everyone listening, go and follow, follow Alex Schiffer from The Athletic on Twitter for all your Brooklyn Nets and NBA news.